Hey, y'all. It is Rachel. And Charmaine. And this is the Scoop on Sex with... The Pleasureologist. How are you today, ma'am? Feeling a little uh, lispy today. You can hear it. Um, Especially when I'm getting a little nose thing going. So, yeah, feeling a little lispy. A little nose uh, thing? Like you're mm -hmm. putting things in your nose? I don't understand. Uh, but, but no, you didn't even answer uh, that. Oh my god! Because I, mean, I don't like putting things in my nose. My mouth is different, not my nose. Um, but... <laughs> Have you ever put a vibrator in your nose or like a bullet just to see what it feels like? Uh, no. <laughs> I haven't either. I'm just curious. I'm sure someone has. So if you oh, have, absolutely. Let someone us has. know. <laughs> but I want to know what it feels like. But I, 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 I yeah. definitely put it under my chin, like when I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. When I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like on the side of my cheek or something. But no, not, I don't. I don't know what it would Did do you if put I put it, it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who have listened, who are who are a little bit more used to us, if this is your first time, I may go off the rails today. It's Friday afternoon when we're recording. We've both been at work all day. I'm I'm staring at myself because whatever, making faces at myself, and I've been doing ASMR to my microphone and doing all kinds of weird shit. So, just know that might happen. Be prepared. And then, I, I don't know, I provide I, the, the backup relief, I think. I'll be your, I'll be your Ed McMahon. <laughs> I feel like you're like the zen side today. Uh, I, I am feeling a little zen. Like at first, I think earlier today I was not. Um, but then I got into, you know, my... Um, my mode like my therapist I always find that my my kids always say I'm everybody's therapist right so I got into my therapist mode I think and then you talk to your cute your boyfriend and I talk to my my boyfriend wow uh, did you just <laughs> say that did you say it out loud you said it first yeah but you responded you you've said that to me about people well person um, <laughs> a person and I've never Ever. Yes, you have. Oh, my God. Yes, you have. <laughs> Don't even. Nope. 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 Let me tell you. Okay I was acknowledging that he's, you know, my my boyfriend. I'm okay with that. Um, well, I lived with somebody for 15 fucking years. 15. Ugh. And I never once called him my boyfriend. <laughs> Does that tell you something? Well, yeah, because I... I I was with somebody for quite a while and I, I like eventually like just calling him my boyfriend, like halted, like it never came out of my mouth. It was like, you know, like, uh, Oh, that person I live with. Or whatever. Yeah. I always call him that. That was my, I'm going to make up a name. That was my Bart. That's my Bart. That was not his name, but also he had a name that could have been like, could have, I think a lot of people thought I was, which is fine if I was, but that I had a girlfriend that I just wouldn't like say because I, anyway, it doesn't matter. But I did, no, I don't think I've called this person my BF, but I sent him this really cute message tonight about like being with someone who, boyfriend? shut up, being, <laughs> being with someone who like gives you butterflies, makes you smile and makes you horny every day. I find this little like, you know, little Mimi kind of thing. Mimi. And um, 
So I got a cute response and something about like having chemi- like amazing chemistry from the start, from the beginning. So, Aww. oh no, ew. So, ugh, shout out. <laughs> I really on telling him to smile. Like I, I always say, like smile today. You know, like there's tiny blessings. There's a reason to smile today. So there's I'm never a, a reason to yeah. smile. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I get that in my, you know, like in my morning reflections or whatever. I always find my things to be grateful for, and then like I uh, sometimes share it, and I'll say, you know, there are things about you I'm grateful for, and so that's you know, that's total boyfriend girlfriend shit. <sighs> I, you don't call me every day and tell me what, why you're grateful for me. I love you, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And I'll have to say this. Like, I do, like, I know. I, I tend to be, I think people probably think I'm a little bit of a pessimist or, like, have a black cloud over or, like, I like to have a black cloud around me or something. I don't know. But I will do a gratitude list, but never, ever will I tell somebody to smile. Today and it's like um, there's a uh, um, well there's a meaning behind it. Uh, there's always meaning behind everything I say and do or whatever. So he was just going through a really hard time, and I think we both were uh, in parts of our life where we were going through a hard time. But um, there is a song by Kirk Franklin, and it's called Smile. Um, it's a gospel song, so it's one of my like um, I have like my little go-to gospel list and my little go to uh, <laughs> Islam prayers like you know how you know how my life works um, so um, that's a go-to song for me and um, I listen to it uh, at least once a week uh, and so it just kind of talks about the, for me the smile is just your gratefulness like your your gratitude your your acknowledgement of your blessings like you know like you got to find one reason one one small thing, one tiny blessing that you're holding on to, and that's the reason why you smile. Okay, do you kind of like that? on your face, but it can be in your heart. Okay, because I've been told my whole life to fucking smile, and it pisses me the fuck off. But, um, have you, oh my god, I wonder if I could find, you were just talking about a song, and I'm curious if you have heard, no, I'm not going to be able to fucking find it. Okay, just give me, like, don't actually give me a minute. I'm going to find this song. I found this guy on probably on tiktok and i fell in love with the song oh i can go to my likes my liked songs mm-hmm. um it's called liked right like songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah have you heard of ronnie flynn no ronnie that's flynn. wrong it's rome <laughs> i need glasses <laughs> <laughs> wow rome flynn yes oh yeah the song I Want to Know, his acoustic version with Will oh, Yeah, Gins. I heard that today. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that song so very much. I'm like that about, um, what is his name? Teddy Swims. Oh, I do like uh, Teddy Swims. Lose Control. I love that song. Like, I can play it over and over again. There's a lot of songs. I play I play songs on repeat. And then yeah, I get sick too. of them for a while. I'm like, Ugh. I've been singing, so it was raining today. So, you know what I've been singing in my brain? Uh-uh. Not it's raining men. You may think that, but no. No, I was thinking like singing in the rain, but okay. No. I saw you. I can't sing. I can't. Oh my gosh, I know that song. <laughs> Walking in the rain. Yes, I can't sing. I really need to stop singing when we're recording because nobody in the fucking world wants to hear that. 
listen, if you have to let it out, <laughs> let it out. <laughs> if anybody's listening right now and you feel a song in your heart, Sing it. Sing. Sing a song. Okay. This is not a singing podcast. Again, I apologize. I really do. Um, I sing a lot when I'm by myself. Don't apologize. Fuck it. Everybody will be okay. If I had a good voice, I think I wouldn't apologize for it. But I can't really carry a tune. Everybody will suck it up. I can't carry it. When I worked in the hospital, when I worked in MRI at night, I worked with this tech and. it was hilarious because she'd be like, we're having a bad day or we're having a day or there was a difficult patient or something. And she would, cause we always listen to music in the control room, but she would like turn on a song and we just like be dancing. Thank God none of the patients could see us. Cause we'd be in there just dancing around. I love that. <laughs> Singing all loud. I love impromptu dance parties. I love impromptu dance parties, especially by myself in the car. Car dance parties are my fucking favorite. Kitchen when I'm cooking. My kids know. They'll hear music. They know. So I don't cook. So there's no kitchen dance parties. And I used to be in my car all day because I would travel from school to school when I had my girl empowerment group and I was teaching yoga at schools and all this other shit. So I was always in my car. My car looked like I was always in my car. I'm not in my car as much right now. Um, unless I'm like going out of town, which I haven't been. I don't go out of town all that much, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just like whipped my head around and gave myself uh, the eye. Hi. Hi. Yeah, because you were going to say to see your boyfriend. I was yeah. not going to say that. That was not going to come out of my mouth. You were going to be thinking it. You're thinking it. <laughs> no, nope, nope. You don't know what goes on in my brain. Um, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to say this, too, because I know I have, I know, you know, we both have views about relationships, and sometimes, again, I can be pessimistic or just have this weird view. I do want to remind people of this. Your relationship with your partner is your relationship with your partner. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to make sense to other people. Just you. Just the two of you. Right. It can't be one of you, right? Because if you're in a partnership, it can't only make sense to you. And the other person's like, no, this is fucked up. Um, But as long as, like, you're not hurting each other, right? It's your relationship. So I really... I'm going to, I feel like I'm getting in a soapbox. I really hope that we can stop comparing our relationships with other people and how they look and how, how relationships are supposed to be. Cause that's bullshit. And I think that puts us in this, like, Oh, we're not doing it the right way. Or like, why isn't my boyfriend doing this or my girlfriend doing this or my partner doing this? Right. And then also that leads to sometimes when we're talking to other people in the world that may not know us well or what we want in a relationship giving us this advice about how we're supposed to act and I don't I don't believe that like I think that um the person that you're with if that's the person that's made for you if you you know if you speak each other's language Mm -hmm. um then that's really all that matters like he's very people do say that sometimes that we are very different like you know like i i have heard most of my life right that i'm i'm a good girl right um so i guess in terms of i'm a good girl he's a bad boy right so but i don't think of it that way you know like and i totally understand things about him and speak his language in a Mm -hmm. way that other people don't and i get him in a way and then he it's the same for me. He gets me and he understands me because he's, he said, he'll say things to me all the time. And I was like, I don't do, and I'm, oh my God, I actually do do that. Mm. Damn, he noticed that because nobody else ever notices those things. So I just think it's right. Um, just the balance of what you 
accept and, and mm -hmm. understand from the other person. Right, because I've often been told, like, and it would get me so fucking mad, like, uh, you're not really in a relationship because, you know, this was in, in several different times with different people because it's not somebody that I saw all, ooh, shit, hang on. Okay, sorry, I whipped my headphones out of my head with my foot. Oh, oh, <laughs> that hurt. Oh, shit. Sorry. It's coming off the rails. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. But I've often heard, like, it's not a real relationship because we live far away from each other. Or I don't see them all the time. And that used to, like, frustrate me. But then I would, I would second guess it. Like, oh, it must not be a real relationship, you know? And your relationship is your relationship, however it looks between the two of you. And I like the idea of speaking each other's language, right? Because we all have our weird things and ways about doing things. And when you have someone that truly gets it mm -hmm. and you can mesh those things together and you can grow together in that weirdness, that's where amazing things happen. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Like, um, and just for me in general, um, I've never been the type of person who <clears throat> wasn't a thick and thin type of girl anyway. So... You know, like, as long as we're good and we have a good understanding of each other, I really could care less what other people think. And as long as we know we're in it and we're thick and thin, I really don't care. But a lot of people don't have that, you know, that fortitude or, or that, you know, that presence of mind, right? So then other people start saying things and then they get in their head. Mm -hmm. This week I saw, um, I saw an interview with uh, Tyrese's wife, mm -hmm. uh, Samantha, his ex-wife. And she said um, in the interview that if she had have had different people, because, you know, they've been in the news a lot going back and forth with each other. But she said if she had had different people in her ear, she would have never divorced her husband. Yeah. And I, yeah. And because, you know, oftentimes we look to people, they're bringing in their, their own viewpoints, their own thoughts, their own um, traumas, right? Mm -hmm. So, like... Yeah. Not all advice is good advice. Yeah. Which it, is why I always preface my advice or my thought, you know, like I try to say, well, this is the way I would do it. Or I try to be, and you know, you know how my, so I'm usually really positive. I'm like, okay, well, we don't know what's going on on the other person's side. Maybe they're going through this or maybe they're going through that. And if you like it and we're friends, I'm going to support you. Right? Yeah. Support I mean, as long as someone's not hurting you. It's really toxic or you're right. in some type of danger or you know, I see you getting really hurt or whatever, and I see it really bothering you. So if it's really bothering you, it's like what I told you, right? Like, I, 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 yeah, he's great. He's wonderful. I know that that's who you care about. But if he does you dirty, then he's done me dirty, and he and I are going to have problems. Like, you know, the other part's great. You know, like, I am very, you know, like, pro-love and very hallmarky and shit, but I will fuck you up over a friend now. That's no joke about someone I care about. That's not a joke. So... <laughs> That's different. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry, I had something like, I, I had the best thing I was ever going to say in my entire fucking life to go out of my head. God damn. That is not the best thing you ever said <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> I keep, keep trying to kick my headphones out with my, with my feet. Um, why are my feet by my head? Don't ask. I mean, you can ask. I'm trying to get comfortable. And I'm only five feet, so like my feet and my head are not that far from each other. I'm not even five feet. Who am I kidding? Um, yes. Lucky. Huh? You're lucky sometimes. Why? Because I'm five, six and a half. Trust me, for a girl, that's kind of tall. 
Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, no, it's good. I like. I usually like being short. I don't. I forget that I'm short sometimes. I, but I definitely have like short girl mentality. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Getting off topic. But what did you say? I said syndrome. Yes, I do. Thank you. I do. I do. I actually wore like heels to work today. Ooh. I know they're like four inches. It's like That's fucking cool. tall. <laughs> it was like giant. It was like over five feet. It's like fucking huge. Um, but no, it is your relationship. But that, sorry to get back on track. But your relationship is your relationship. Oh, I know. You know what I read today? Hmm. You want me to ruin a lot of people's day? Uh oh. <laughs> Go for it. Your kinks. Right? Like the things like your kinks. Oh, I your... think I know what you're going to say because I've read this. Quite some time ago. I've yeah, read it before right. and I chose to completely fucking take it out of my head and I read it again yesterday or today. I don't know because it destroyed me again and I tried for years to get it out of my brain. Your kinks, your fetishes, whatever, they're genetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that. I read that. I can I can see that. Um, nope. I can definitely see that. On my biological mother's side, I can, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. But see, I'm unbothered with discussing um, sex with my family and friends, right? Like, I'm not bothered by it. So, like, my mom, um, you know, like, I've, you know, I've given her sex tips. I've helped her buy sex toys. You know, like, my kids, like, we have very real conversations about sex. I helped them buy their first sex toy. So, like, I, grandparents, I don't, it doesn't bother me the way it bothers other people. We can have a real discussion about sex. We can have, like, oh, you want some tips, you want some tricks. So, it really doesn't bother me. Other people, absolutely. So, I get it. Yeah, and hold on, I gotta turn my arrow. My my mom's dead, so I can't have that conversation with her. Um, <laughs> just saying. But they used to be really open about sex, like talking about like stuff. And I, I I don't know. I'm just not. Can you hear a loud noise? Is it coming through? No. Okay, no. it's coming through my headphones. No, my 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 fan came on. And I can hear it, but I just turned it off, but it's, like, taking. I should turn my fan off, too. No, but I don't know. Okay. Listen, guys, this is Friday. Um, it's after work. It's fidget day. We are uh, doing this, and we love you, and we want to talk about these things, and are we a little exhausted? Absolutely. Um, but we're here, right? Because yes. when you have your best conversations with your best girlfriend, it's usually... When you're fucking exhausted or something's been needling you or poking you, you just got to get it off your chest. So that's where we are. Yes. Oh, speaking of <clears throat> things that, like, annoy me. I have to pause you for one second. I apologize. We're going to pause him, but please hold on to that. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. Y'all don't even know we pause. Thank you, Charmaine, for giving me that time out, um, for letting my air take off. Can you, so I apologize for cutting you off. Oh, you're fine. So this week, like most weeks, um, I had quite a few conversations with friends about their relationships, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I have a guy, a friend, I love him to death like a brother, um, and he is in a relationship with um, the mother of his children, and they are both, you know, um, in their 50s, and they are they appear to be very unhappy Mm. right there's a lot of um 
discourse in their relationship and you know their parents raising special needs children and you know like they're both working and so you know the woes of life and the in between but this week we had a conversation and he said something to the effect of you know we're just kind of gonna um live in this house together and um he said well i'm just gonna start like just sleeping with people you know um or having like a, a friends with benefits type thing with somebody because long-term relationships don't seem to work for me and it and he, was, he went on this little diatribe or whatever. And I don't know what it was, but it was like the poke that I needed. Because mm. <laughs> I got it in the text and I called him and I was like, what? Because we went back and forth for a while. And I said, Why do people do this? And he said, Well, what do you mean? And I said, I, I'm trying to understand why we make these decisions to stay in these relationships, right? That are mm-hmm. not serving us and not serving the other person. We can see that we're unhappy. We see that the other person is unhappy and some people say oh we're doing it for the kids right Ugh. um which by the way is a terrible thing to mm-hmm. do um your kids know just fyi your kids know your kids know everything my two oldest kids could see for the longest time that my marriage was going nowhere so just fyi and even though we tried to hide it um but um i just was like i don't understand and then it becomes the fault of the opposite sex right so now i don't want to even though you're somebody who's always wanted a long-term relationship and you just want somebody to love you and to be be with be with you now because of this experience this bad experience which by the way you have 50 50 helped to create mm-hmm. right because you stayed um you uh fed into the toxicity you helped it grow and you refused to accept responsibility for your part in it now you know the opposite sex is bad and now you have to be by yourself and you're just gonna you know like you're gonna have friends with benefits with a person or people who you know have real feelings for you that's so why does it then become that first i'm gonna say one thing first having you know that whole friends with benefits thing and and, you know, if you're looking for casual sex, if you're both looking for casual sex, that's one thing. But if there's feelings involved on either side, that shit doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Or it's not fair to somebody either, you know. Um, but they also have the choice to be there so they could walk away. Right. And that. I think another thing is, I think, and, and I, I don't say this to be mean, right? But I say this to be very honest, right? When you get in our age group, right? When you're 40s and 50s and and above or whatever, right? Like, um, what is wrong with you that you honestly, <laughs> like, I'm just going to play the field? I think that if that's your thing, then you'd have to be like, that's your only thing. You got to get out of your relationship. And you, and like, I was talking to somebody who I was trying to like, get them out of their shell a little again, right? After I found after a divorce, two, a couple divorces. And I was like, maybe, you know, find people that you just want to, you know, just to get comfortable being around women again, you know, whatever. But you have to find people that only want that, which is hard. Or you have to pay for it. True. And go ahead, babe. I mean, if you have the, if you have the money and you're not spending, you know, neglecting other people or your family whatever um but it's but this idea and also this idea of like yeah the staying in a relationship for your kids it hurts your kids more than it helps them if you're staying just for kids they know you're and it it gives a fucked up view of what a relationship should be right Mm -hmm. definitely and also 100% 
100% believe that. Yes. And also in any relationship, even if like, not any, I'll say if someone was, a, well, okay, I was in a very bad relationship. It ended horribly because of addiction on his part. I stayed, we were together 15 years, I stayed 15 years too long. I know that I played a part in it too. Did I make him an addict? Did I put shit up his nose and like in his, whatever he was doing with the shit? No, but I did put, there was things I had to look at in myself after that relationship to move forward in a healthy way. Definitely. I definitely feel the same way. I, all of, so every relationship I've been in has been a long-term, you know, like something long-term. Like I've never been in a relationship that's been shorter than, I think my, my least long relationship was like a year right a year and a half um but my longest was like 15 years and every single one of those relationships like I always hear people um I get it it, it gets hurtful right things happen but even in my marriage I had to say like yes my husband was this way but did I help create that a little bit mm -hmm. like, did I help create that situation yes and I take responsibility for that and I definitely um, have tried to learn from it and grow from it. It is this thought process that you are in a relationship with someone and they've just done you wrong, 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 and you can't see the things that you've done wrong. If you're, exactly. You know, like if you're arguing with somebody and you get, and you, it's like if you get into an argument with somebody and they say nasty things to you and you say nasty things back, back and then you say, oh, they started it because they said nasty things to me or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. so, but you still have to look at, because I'm, I can do that. I'm very capable. <laughs> but you still have to look at, oh, you know, um, what my part was. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I say nasty things back? Yes. Could I have walked away? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Now my blood pressure is high. My, you know, my sugar's bothering me. Blah blah blah. Because I did, I, I engaged in this this madness that I didn't have to. I could have walked away. So you can always. There are always different decisions that you can make. So it's the same thing in a relationship. They're just decisions that you can make. Do I regret? Um, being in my relationships for as long as they, I was, no, because I learned something in everything. And every person um, <clears throat> kind of helped lead me to who I am now. Because I, I, in my, I want to say I have no regrets, but like in my head, I'm like, oh, I have so many fucking regrets. And like, I can, you know. But the flip side of that is, although I say that I have regrets, like, if that didn't happen, if I wasn't in that situation, if I didn't like, I was also really sick at the time. Like there were lots of things, but if, if I, if I, if any part of my life had been different than what it was, I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to Charmaine. I wouldn't be talking to the person I'm talking to. I wouldn't be in school probably. I don't know what I'd be doing, but it would be a very different life. And I'm pretty, I'm happy. I mean, I'm not always like, woohoo, yay, me. But I'm happy with who I am today and who I choose to have in my life. Right. Because it very much is that um, thing where your journey, that road, right? The road is bumpy. The road is mm -hmm. broken, right? It, but it's still your journey. It's still your mm -hmm. road. And I said to somebody today, um, I said, you know, don't think of your decision as wrong. Like, mm -hmm. There isn't really a wrong decision. It's the decision that you made. It's the one for you. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't there's no we live so much in this very wrong or right black and white kind of thought process right now that we are missing I like you know the colors out that are outside the line I, I, right? that's like, what I grew up there. 
um, taught. I was taught at a very early age, which used to get me in a lot of trouble because I took it very literally, and schools don't like it when you do this, or your teachers when you're young. My mom taught me to always color outside the lines. And that has stuck with me, and it's stuck in other classrooms. Like, I have friends, like people I grew up with, that know my mom that are educators, and they use that in their classroom. But um, but it is, and I like to think about it too, like, it's a journey. So you came to, a, you came to, you know, a path, and maybe you tripped over a rock. But in that way, like, things happen. Like, it's, you know, you grew in a certain way. You took that path for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was something about, regardless of what you think, right, mm-hmm. how I try to believe is um, that there was something about the person that at the time spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And something about me spoke to them and we were meant for each other for that time. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I, I listened to Tia Maori talk about this the other day where she said, you know, she didn't feel like her marriage was un- was unsuccessful. I don't feel like my marriage was unsuccessful. I feel like it had run its course and we're done. I feel like, you know, yeah, things weren't perfect and you know, like we weren't growing together, but I definitely don't feel like it was unsuccessful. I have these beautiful children, right? I have a nice home. I have you know, a lot of things to be super grateful for. So I definitely don't feel like, um, I don't feel like we failed. Like, I just feel like that was our time and our time is done. And I think it's the same thing for other relationships that I've had. Like, I don't feel like we failed. Like, I don't feel like it was a failure because many years later, I've had exes come back to me and say, you know, the thing you tried to tell me or the thing you tried to teach me, even friends, that that, that thing about you is something that I really didn't get or appreciate at the time, but it really changed something in my life, and I get that now. And I, I like that, and I, 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 will, I will never have that from I mean, bleh. but, and I do like there are things, but I realize like the relationship ending was the successful part for me because I mm-hmm. was staying, and what it gave me was me. It gave me me back at the end. So the success was I needed to go through something, right? I needed to learn these things because I needed to get a better version of me, a different version of me, a stronger version of me, right? Like all those things. And God, there were good things. There were definitely were. Like he's he brilliant. And we had a lot of fun. You know, there were some really fun times, but unfortunately, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, um, but again, like, if I look at it again like I am sitting at this very moment doing this exact thing because of the path I chose mm-hmm. or the path that chose me I don't know which one it is whatever the path I took the journey I'm on and I you know are there things I would like different in my life at points absolutely like I think we all would but I'm pretty happy with who with where I am and the fact that I get to sit here and fucking talk to Charmaine on a Friday on this podcast and other people are listening and that wouldn't have happened yeah yeah I definitely said today like I say this all the time um but I I said today I was like you know like the beauty of um life is that you get to reinvent yourself as many times as you'd like. You get to live as many 
you know, stories mm -hmm. in this one lifetime as you would like. Mm -hmm. Live your story. Live, the, you know, like you're the author. Write the story the way you want it. Yep. Tell I, it the way you want to tell it. I love that I have that on me where it's my pen, my story. And that, that's a big thing for me. It's like, write, write my story. I'm writing my story. I'm taking the pen. Like, I, I, even, even in a relationship, if I were in a relationship, <laughs> whatever. I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. We'll see. But, if you're um, in a relationship, and if you ask him, he will say. <laughs> you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not a anyway, um, I'm not going to give my pen away. Mm -hmm. I'll share my pen, right? Like, I will write with somebody, if that makes sense. But I'm never going to let somebody author my story again. Yes. I like that. I like that, definitely. Thank you. I just got like, I was like a crazy person. Not a crazy person, but I was a little off the rails when we started this. And look at me. Look at me now. See, I went, I went back. <laughs> Takes a second. Well, well, we're going to say, you know, it's the calming effect of knowing that you know, people are listening to you and they need you. Thank, yeah. yeah um, you just jump right in. <laughs> but it isn't and I hope people will remember that too like um because actually I did a post today it wasn't like a memory popped up I guess I don't know if this happened to be when Lou Reed died like if this is an anniversary of his death or I just happened to have this on my as a pop-up as a memory but my post today because I, I loved this reminder was I always believed that I have something important to say and I said it and that's really like sitting with me today. Like that's how I want to live. I know I have something. I know there's something really important inside of me that can help others and can make significant changes in myself and others. And when you help others make changes, like it ripples out, right? Like that's how communities change. That's how positive things happen. That's how we yeah. can heal. So that's been sitting with me. And we all have a story in us. We all have something that can you don't know when you talk to somebody or you just talk and you tell about yourself and you tell about story and you tell about what's been written about you like you can have a really big impact on somebody and we have important things to say and it's important that we say them yes it's very, so it's very important to me for a lot of reasons but one of the reasons is because just as a woman and as like a lot of my background just always being told to be pleasing and be quiet and mm -hmm. you know like like I'm um loud and I'm too much mm -hmm. and I'm too strong and I'm you know like too opinionated and I'm a bitch and I you know like just 50 million things so I think for me it just became more and more important for me to say it because I think that um the most the most difficult women are the women that that change the world mm-hmm I believe that. So yeah, I'm, so, I'm difficult. Thank you. It just means I'm changing the world. Yep. Yeah, I've been told to calm the fuck, but he's like, calm down a little. And yeah, I can be a little hyped at times, but like, no, it's that. That's that part of me that I need to talk to people. I need to tell them these things because it is important. You know? Yeah. And I just want to be that. Like, you know, I want to be that for other women, other people in general. I, I definitely want to be that for my children like I want them to see that um you roar like it's mm -hmm. okay and it's definitely okay and I know as women we talk about other women a lot now something that like I listened to today that really had me thinking I think it was today about men that someone was talking to their boyfriend and said to their partner you deserve love 
and they had and their partner had this like very like well one didn't know how to respond but also had a very like big response because they were never told that as men that they deserve love or that they should show that emotion about it or that they're deserving of that kind of feeling so I'm trying to remember that perspective too right like with all because there is a lot of girl power and there needs to be but also like I want to think about the other side too you know what I mean definitely yeah you know like I have I have male children so definitely but and I see that I definitely see that in men of our generation right like Gen X guys were not um and millennials were it was not the best thing to be you know like emotional and to Mm -hmm. talk about love and you know things like that so I think one of the things I did in this relationship was one of the very first conversations we had well again because you know we've known each other for quite some time but one of the very first conversations we had again we had a serious conversation was I said I said to him how do you like to be loved Mm -hmm. because you know that is different some people um, love attention and affection some people don't some people you know like to be taken care of some people don't you know like so it's very um it's important for me to know that and his response to me was equally as interesting mm. right because his response was honestly oh i like and that. every time every single time that is his response honestly i like that that's a good response but uh, you yeah, know and then i it's like I, it's for me it's important to remember that I need to give somebody space to figure out their own things that they didn't have, right? Or like that they've been lacking and, and not been told that they can do and to give someone the space to explore that. And to also like, because if it's something very new, right? If you've never been told you deserve these things or you can show emotion, I can't expect to overly show this thing and accept the same response, right? Mm-hmm. Or expect them to feel comfortable with that conversation right away. But I do try. As unemotional as I tend to say I am, I do try to tell this person that they are very worthy of and deserving of things and amazing and awesome. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Rachel into her soft girl era. We're going to get her there. Never. <laughs> I'm very much in my soft girl era right now. Like, I'm very much okay with... Um, letting someone else take the lead I'm very much okay with um because I do it so much in life and I'm very much okay with like but I think that's the energy right that the, the person that you're around provides so but, that's the energy that I, I I'm provided with where I just feel like oh my god I can be so girl but here's the thing about like my the way that I handle this kind of shit we get we both we're both very similar in that not me and you me and this, me and this other person you and him we're similar in the way we do things. And so, like, there is a lot of joking and sarcasm and, like, but it works in a way that, like, it's, I don't know, I can't explain if that makes any sense. Like, that's how it's, we express ourselves, I guess. God. Yeah, no, I, you know, there are a lot of things that are, that go very much unsaid in my situation, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's just something that we both know, Right. So I think that a lot of people like I'm definitely a word person. I'm definitely a word person. I love words. Um, I'm an action person, too. I, I feel like your word, your actions should back up your words, because for me, I think it's because I, I do write and because I've, I've written poetry and things like that my whole life is 
for me, I'm definitely a words person. Like I love the, the beautiful, you know, like the beauty of words, right? And he is not a words person. Mm-hmm. So like I, where I will, you know, like send these messages or say these things, he's more of I like, you know, I can tell by the way he looks or I can tell by certain things he does or like, you know, those things. So we're in that aspect, we are, we are very different, but we're very similar because we kind of understand each other um, without having to speak. Even though sometimes it drives me nuts because I'm just like, oh my God, use your fucking words. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just happen to, I'm an awkward person. I have a like weird quirk. We all have quirks. But that's part of me. The weirder I am around you, the more I like you. So I don't think I'm truly like a soft girl or a person because I don't think we all have to be. I think I'm a weird girl. I'm in my weird girl phase. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm openly yeah, weird with no, certain whatever. people. You're super soft when you talk about him. No, soft. shut up. I'm not. You really are. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not. I'm a hard ass. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nobody needs to know that. Um, <laughs> But I'm, I am weird, and I like my, you know. You know why? You know why you're weird though. Well, I noticed this. Like you're weird, but like like when you talk about him and stuff. So I can imagine when you're with him, <laughs> like you're weird because you you do feel soft, and feeling soft for you is is awkward. So it just makes it awkward. It it's not soft. Well, not soft. <laughs> <laughs> I my love language is weird. Okay, you feel plushy. I like being weird. Um, it makes me happy. Um, but so, again, reminder, your relationship, your relationship, right? Like, and it doesn't mean that you can't ask somebody for help or you can't go to a coach and get help because as a coach, like, right, if, if you're struggling in a relationship and you work with one of us or both of us together, a coach is coming at this from without bias right like we're not looking we're we're not coming as your friend with friend advice we're going to talk about relationships and we help you figure out your path or your figure it out together right for you and your partner but we don't have our like this is how i think a relationship should be agenda mm-hmm. we have let's figure out you know for you what your unique or y'all's unique thing is right so I'm not saying don't go to somebody. I'm not saying don't get help. I'm not saying don't go to therapy. Please do. Please work with a coach. Get therapy. You can also wait a few years and see me and Charmaine as future therapist. Um, we'll be free. We'll be, yeah. um, but again, like get help. But, but it doesn't have to be with like friends also who friends who are like, you know, whatever. It doesn't mean don't ask your friend, but remember to go in and think about this, like, this is y'all's thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I always say as a friend, here's the thing, as a friend, right, be able to be honest with your friend or whatever, but don't be a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a relationship and you don't want people to say things about your relationship and you don't want people to critique and criticize your relationship before you open your mouth to give someone else advice about their relationship, kind of keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're always, like if you're going to your friends, this is just, I know, and you're always telling your friends all the things that's wrong in your relationship, you're yeah. going to get a certain kind of advice, right? Because well, yeah, because they're trying to protect you. Right, and, and it makes it hard when they meet the person because all they've ever heard is the bad shit. 
you can also talk about the good things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And don't forget that we're here for you. We got you. You know? So reach out to us. And we want to answer your questions and, have, and get your topics that you want to hear us talk about. So please send those to us. DM us. Um, email us. Um, send out a smoke signal. <laughs> However you want to get it to yeah, us. The bat, the bat signal. The mm-hmm. bat. I was going to say the vibrator signal. That does not what a vibrator sounds like, but um, some kind of signal. Make it with a, spread your lube everywhere. We need help. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, please send us your questions, any feedback, you know, that you have for the podcast. We'd love to hear that too, because we want to make, this is for y'all. And us a little, because we just like being silly on the microphone. That's true. That's true. I was, uh, you know, yes. And I can sing for you. I'm just kidding. Um, but please keep those coming, and, and there'll be more, we'll, and we'll keep adding things, and you'll hear more stuff coming up. Well, hopefully, we've got all these plans um, and ideas that we want to make happen, we want to put into fruition. We're also both work and we're in school. So give us some time, like be gent- be be patient because big things are coming. Yeah. Grace. Show us some grace. Yes. Remember to show yourself. Some yes. Grace. And show yourself some grace. And it's fucking Friday. So you know what you should do this weekend? Not what we're going to do because we're going to do fucking homework but go do, something I know. <laughs> go do something fun actually i gotta work too and i, I but tomorrow's football Woo-hoo. um don't forget sorry i keep like it's, my headphones are having issues today don't forget to pleasure yourself a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're with your partner also pleasure them enjoy it stick some in your butt I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just had to i'm upset anyway um, but yes, enjoy yourself this weekend. Send us your questions. We so enjoy getting feedback and getting questions from y'all. So, pleasure the fuck out of yourselves. Until next time. Bye. Bye.